Hello there, welcome to the De-Stress Yourself podcast with me, Lucy. I hope you're well and feeling okay. If not, then hopefully this episode will help you feel a little bit more relaxed. Okay, so first of all, apologies, because as you can probably hear, I am full of a cold. Um, I've tried my best to sound normal, but yeah. As we're midway through the apparent most wonderful time of the year being Christmas, I thought I'd make a little episode around the different factors of stress that can surround Christmas, you know, just for anyone who doesn't always have the most wonderful time of the year. So in today's episode, I am joined by two brilliant experts, Alice from Inside Out Wellbeing. This is a platform where a bunch of amazing women give out loads of advice and tips for looking after your mental health. Now, Alice looks after their blog posts. So if you fancy reading in more detail about overthinking, knowing your worth, small steps towards growth, then go check out that because it is really good. And it's just a really good resource for if you just wanna start your day right, have a little cuppa and read a blog post. And then I'm also joined by the brilliant Dr. Jaya, who is a psychotherapist. And we had a little chat about some of the things that can make you feel incredibly anxious during this time of year, along with just some great tips and advice from her on how we can help ourselves when everything feels a bit overwhelming. So if you are struggling this year, then I just want to say, like, don't worry, you're not weird, you're not strange or ungrateful or rude in anything. This is actually very normal and it's something I struggle with myself. So I hope that this episode just helps you out a little bit and it just gives you some reassurance that you might be needing right now. So let's get into it. How are you? How are you doing now? Yeah, no, I'm good, thanks. Yeah, good. Having time off for Christmas. Yes, I know. I feel like I absolutely cannot wait. Really need some time off. Yeah. Um. So you're so you're part of Inside Out Wellbeing, aren't you? Yeah. So I I blog write for them. So I've Amazing. been blogging for about a year now. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So what sort of things? I guess just for the purpose of like anyone listening, uh, what sort of things does Inside Out talk about? So talk about how to look after your mental health, really. So Inside Out do workshops for people. They do like Instagram lives. Um, we get the chance to go into schools as well and talk about the work that we're doing and to help other people. Um, and then I've done quite a few blogs on um, different things that can affect your mental health, really. And also, I guess I write blogs about how to become more authentic and how to become happier with who you are as well. So I guess it's about we promote how to look after yourself as a whole, really. Yeah. Yeah, because I follow the Instagram page and I love like some of the reels that pop up. Um and I see a lot of a lot around like how you talk about how to look after your mental well being through like creativity. Mm. I see that a lot. That's really cool. Um how long have you been with Inside Out then? Um for about a year. So I met a couple of people that work for them about four years ago now at this um, mental health convention in Birmingham. Yeah. I, so I followed them on Instagram and then I saw they were looking for blog writers and I'm a writer anyway so oh amazing that way but it's a really great yeah. group of women very empowering and like yeah that I found it's really like empowering it's like the exact thing that I need like I'm always trying to just fill my Instagram feed with stuff like that I try and like mute anything like toxic or anything from like 
misguided or pretty little thing you know like things that just make you feel a bit rubbish about yourself I try and mute all of that and just follow loads of pages like that so yeah as soon as I came across this I was like right need to get in touch um so I guess yeah so the reason I wanted to speak to you on this episode is to kind of just have a chat around like Christmas and why Christmas can be such a like stressful time so I mean why do you think it is like what is the pinpoint of why some people as much as it's like a really good time of year for a lot of people and there are a lot of like positives around it on the flip side it is so stressful for a lot of people why do you think that is I think it's the expectations of Christmas especially yeah social media everyone's posting the tree on Instagram and the presents they get in and the food and everything and I think that makes people often feel inadequate or hmm. themselves of what they don't have and what they want to have I think it really paints a really unrealistic idea of what Christmas should be and as well as that I think a lot of people who are lonely that becomes a lot more yeah. exacerbated during Christmas because we talk about spending time with loved ones um, and I guess hmm. a reminder that they might not be there yeah, it's so true. I mean, the thing is, it's like, I literally remember this year, it was like October and like you'd go on your Instagram and you'd all like Pinterest and you'd see all the houses with the pumpkins and the, all of that. And then I literally remember it was like the 1st of November and I went on my Instagram and I saw like this house that was like massive and it was like filled with like perfect trees. And I was thinking who has the time to do this? Like who? And then I'm there like ordering stuff on like Etsy, like quickly trying to do up my flat nice but it it's so ridiculous isn't it it's like we're all trying to like keep up with this perfection that's almost not real yeah it's an illusion isn't it it's, yeah believe yeah it's so true and the pressure do you think, yeah do you think that that is like do you think that is like one of the most stressful things then do you think it is like everyone trying to have this quote-unquote perfect Christmas 100% and I think it's just been made worse with with social media definitely um yeah. like you said the pressure is unreal and then on top of that people then feeling the pressure and going out and getting into debt and spending all this money mm. and you know, feeling like they have to buy all of ones like all these expensive gifts I think there's just so much unnecessary pressure at Christmas yeah I mean I don't even know where it comes from like does it just come from the films and stuff that you see because it's like I like for me as a 28 year old I, I've just always known Christmas to be this time of year that you spend loads of money you seem to be surrounded by loads of plans apart from last year when no one could do anything it's like where does it where does it come from like do you think it is like the media I think we're so influenced aren't we so heavily influenced mm. by the adverts they put out you know the Christmas adverts and oh yeah and appealing they make that look um mm. yeah definitely I think they have a massive impact and then those around us as well our friends and our family and seeing what they're doing I think it always looks better from someone else if that makes sense totally yeah totally yeah it's like if you'll have like one night in in your pajamas watching films and then if you see anyone like you know even if someone just puts in the whatsapp group like all their family playing a drinking game or something you just think instantly it's like this gut feeling where you're like oh I'm not having enough fun like come on let's have fun but then it's like that's not fun though is it because it's just forced yeah no it's so true I get serious um FOMO at Christmas like, yeah. what like looking at people's Instagram stories and stuff and then I'm like do I even want to do that if I want to go, I should go. Totally. Like that is honestly so like 
literally just me like every year so like I have like a group of friends from home and we'll do quite a lot over Christmas but sometimes there'll be one like say one night where everyone's going to the pub and I just can't be bothered I'm exhausted from work I've just got home and I just want to put my pajamas on and just sit with my little sister and watch a film but I can't I'm like I have to go I cannot miss out but there's no reason why because none of them would hold it against me it is like there's just this weird FOMO thing isn't there over Christmas that you think I cannot miss any event or I'm a loser yeah and it's quite I think it's really quite critical isn't it for us to put that pressure on ourselves and to be quite cruel to ourselves and be like oh I'm a loser if we don't go and do that if I just stay at home on my own yeah yeah um so I suppose so you mentioned before about loneliness I do think that is like quite a big thing and I saw there's been like a few different celebs posting about this I saw Nick Grimshaw from Radio 1 he did a post the other day about how he gets lonely at Christmas why do you think it is that people do feel lonely because I like from a spell, like speaking from myself, I have been in, say I've been at the pub where I'm like surrounded by people, but I felt the loneliest ever at Christmas. And I, I don't really know why. Yeah. Yeah, so true. I think, And I think it goes back to that expectation of Christmas being a time where everyone's really happy. And, and I think if you're not feeling super happy at Christmas, like you think you should, then it feels kind of, I feel like even, even worse in a sense. And if you feel lonely, you feel even lonelier at Christmas because we think everyone's having a great time and we're supposed to have yeah. a great time. Um, and do you think it's like because we've instantly got this, like, we must be happy, even if you were to feel happy or not, that thought can just make you feel not happy because you're putting so, <laughs> you're building so much pressure on it. Absolutely. I think, for example, for me, for example, I've, I struggled with Christmas for a really long time. So my mum died when I was 11. And oh, since I'm sorry then, to hear that. No, it's okay. So it's a long time ago now, but since mm. then, I've never enjoyed Christmas. And yeah. I, you know, now I realise, I was thinking about it, and I'm like, maybe I'm putting this pressure on myself. Mm. And, and I'm telling myself, because she's died, I can't enjoy it. Does that make sense? I feel yeah, like... Totally. Like, totally, yeah. Um, and I bet it's a triggering time of year as well for you, because... Mm that never really goes away does it like if you have something like that happen at a certain time of year like it's like that feeling will sort of come back once it gets to that time of year and then yeah it's like another added pressure yeah definitely and I, I know that I know the suicide rate goes up around winter time really time, yeah wow um, I guess like we said loads of people that are grieving have lost people I think it yeah. is worse for them at Christmas it's definitely a hard time of year isn't it if you've lost anyone it, it's a hard time of year yeah and so what what would be your sort of advice with like how to just be kinder to yourself over Christmas that's a really good question and I think it's something that I'm still learning to do but um I think maybe check in with yourself and ask yourself well what do I need from this what would be good for me this Christmas forget mm. about well, what does everyone else want me to do or what what looks best and ask yourself, well, what do I want? Is it that I want to be with friends or do I want some time on my own? I think it is really important, um, especially when it's so busy, just taking a moment to pause and be like, hmm, breathe. Okay, how am I feeling? Yeah, and I totally. Think as well, like ask if you've got someone that you trust, friends that you trust, ask them to check in with you as well. And um, if you're having a hard time, like maybe call them and speak to your know, friends and family that, are supportive as well because I think you'll find that other people are going through it other people are struggling yeah definitely I think a lot a lot more people do but you don't want to admit it at Christmas because <laughs> there's this whole you cannot suffer at Christmas yeah. yeah people with anxiety still have anxiety at Christmas 
Yeah. 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 I think as well there's this idea, well, you can't be upset at Christmas because you've got more than other people. You're great yes. for Which I think take, can really uh, take away from your feelings as well. Definitely, yeah. Um, yeah, it really annoys me when people say that because, like, I've definitely had that said to me before. If I've ever felt sad and someone will be like, oh, what have you got to feel sad about? And it's like, it doesn't really work like that. Like, there are loads of rich, famous celebrities that commit suicide. Like, it's, it, doesn't, it doesn't work like that, does it? That's it. It's so dismissive, isn't it, of your experience? Mm. It doesn't take away from your experience, yeah. So yeah. Think, being around people that allow you to to feel what you feel is really important as well. Yeah. Um, so some things that I just usually always ask, try and ask my guest uh, on the podcast, is like, what is a myth around like anxiety or depression? What are like a few myths that you hear a lot that you would love to just be like, this is not true? <laughs> and whether that's something that you've seen on Instagram or something you've heard recently where you've been like, hmm, that is definitely not true. Hmm, that's a good good question. Um, I'd say around anxiety, like, oh, stop worrying about it. You'll be fine. You, you can just stop thinking about it. So yeah. I'm like, well, if you could, I'm sure you would. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm fixed. <laughs> God, I did not think of that. Um, and it, it just really be, belittles it. I think the anxiety. Yeah. Oh, just oh, you, you'll be fine. Forget about it. Yeah. Um, so that's what not to say to someone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um. Well, just things like, oh, depression is just when you feel a bit sad. You know, I think yeah. it's really harmful to hear something like that because it's mm. a lot more than feeling a bit sad. Um, yeah. What advice would you give to someone right now who is listening, who is just feeling utterly crap? What What would you say to them right now to just kind of look after themselves? Yeah, I'd say to them to, like I said before, like check in with themselves, ask themselves what they need. Um, and be really kind in terms of time I think people think we have to be productive all the time or work really hard and we really don't like if you want a day in bed or you want to go for a walk or you just you know want to watch tv all day like you can do that um Mm. just like I guess as well like try and eat well if they can and go for walks and yeah friends and family um um and I just as well allow you allow yourself to feel what you feel. I think it's really easy when you feel, let's say, the negative emotions, which mm. we sadness and anger and and that type of thing. Like I always just say, sit with the feeling, let it come, and watch it wash over you, which it will eventually. Don't be critical of yourself for feeling lonely or feeling sad or feeling down. Like they're really normal emotions. Just feel, let yourself feel them, and then say something kind to yourself. Like I'll get through this. I'm okay. I'll survive this, you know, that type of thing. I think that compassionate voice is really um, helpful. Amazing. Well, thank you very much for that little bite-sized Christmas survival advice. Uh, I really, really do appreciate it. And it was lovely to meet you. Yeah, you too. Thank you. So I saw it was an article all around managing your mental health at Christmas and it was absolutely brilliant some of the tips on there so I guess just to like start this conversation just a general question why do you think that Christmas as much as it's brilliant and it's fun and a lot of people love it why do you think some people find Christmas so stressful and overwhelming In a word, I think it's expectations. There are other factors as well. 
but they all kind of narrow down to lead to expectations of ourselves, of others, and of the, the world, and of how things should be. So, yes, it, Christmas is brilliant. It, it is, in many ways, a wonderful time of the year, and as the song goes, but it's also a very difficult time of the year. Because mm. remember, you know, it's certainly in the Northern Hemisphere, it's dull, it's dark, it's cold. Yeah. Um, you know, it's not all twinkly lights and crisp snow. It's that's and crisp. What? Yeah, it's very <laughs> true though, isn't it? It is so true. It's like there is such a beautiful side to Christmas but then on the flip side it's actually really it's it's quite toxic isn't it and it's overwhelming everyone wants to make plans and I think it is I think that is literally right it's because on you know all Christmas films that you're watching it's like perfect families together lots of people surrounded by friends and I don't know if like it's sometimes everything that you're consuming around you, the films and songs, and it makes you feel like, oh, I must be doing that. So I need to make plans and I need to have friends and I need to be socializing. Do you think the media comes into it a lot? Certainly. And now social media, as you will Mm. have picked up from what I wrote, I think Instagram culture, uh, Facebook, even Twitter, you know, people putting out their their perfect Christmas. Whether it is, again, you know, buying a tree, going to pick up a tree in the snow with their lovely little children and pretty Christmas outfits and nowadays a little dog in the background. Yeah. Or it's your celebrities, as you were mentioning, lounging on some beach yeah. somewhere, even in these days uh, of covid you know, there's there's this thing that everybody else, and I think you've really expressed that beautifully, everybody else is doing this. Um, mm. Everybody else is having this perfect, perfect Christmas. Yeah. And, and I'm not, you know, I'm stuck in dull, dark, wet. There's mm. not a light around. My house is in a mess. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Yeah. Uh, you know, I've not got a single decoration out. My family is mm. all over. And, you know, also it's important to look at nowadays. Yeah. We constituted families, step families, mm. children from all over, you know, children who live abroad, our parents who aren't, who aren't together, sometimes family yeah. conflict. And that really, you were asking, why do I think? It's away from expectations. So the expectations is the perfect smiling family, you yeah. know, passing the sprouts and cooking dinner <laughs> together or whatever yeah. else. But it's reality so is not like that, is it? No, not at all. For a lot of people, a lot of people, you know, people suffering with whatever mental issues, depression, anxiety, like doesn't go away for them people with broken families people who have just been fired and they've got no money and I think it is that thing isn't it where it's it's almost like society tells you you must be happy at Christmas and then it just makes you feel so overwhelmed with it and must must isn't it you must do this you must do that and finally yeah yeah you must be happy 
yeah finances are such a big part of that I, I really yeah I think we need to you know all it's your podcast but I think we really need to um, pay attention to that because people really mm. think oh what the heck it's Christmas let's go let's go spend more let's do that let's buy the children this yeah. let's 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 go to this meal we can't afford because it's Christmas because we should be having fun because totally. we must do we must and yeah. and there's that perfectionism drive as well but what people don't see and maybe you'll want to move on to that later it is you know that it doesn't have to be like that but mm. also the other thing and again it's my experience as a as a professional now as a clinician because of those pressures because of that sense of that everybody else is living this perfect christmas people who are low are frightened of perhaps social interaction feel even more lonely alone and isolated and more left out yeah and i haven't yeah, really totally. begun to touch on addictions and eating disorders yeah because yeah because there's the whole alcohol there's the whole pressure to drink mm. i mean yeah christmas <laughs> like it's it's kind of like impossible to avoid alcohol at Christmas because mm. it's everywhere isn't it yes and it's images and it's part of having fun um and uh and it there's very little recognition you know that alcohol can be super toxic for some people can aggravate mental health issues and what about social anxiety and anyone mm. suffering with this I feel like it is like the worst time of year for someone that suffers with like a social anxiety. What would be your kind of tips for someone who maybe has a lot of friends and has been making plans, 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 because they feel like they can't say no, but then it's exhausting them because they're a, they are a bit of an introvert. What would be your advice for someone to look after themselves during all these plans and plans and plans? I think I heard a lovely little phrase recently and it's people have become even more and people in general have become more aware of it and it's a little bit dis I don't want to be dismissive of your very important question it's called the bother of going out you know yeah and it is and it's so easy, as you say, to say yes at the time, get carried away, because you mm. know what? It's six weeks, eight weeks, ten weeks down the line. And then when it comes to the time, you get more and more anxious. And as you recognize, anxiety is fatiguing per se, but you also get caught on that um, merry-go-round of, of pleasing people, of saying, well, yeah. I can't say no to them or to this. And I... And it'll sound very facile, and I think it's almost taking a step back from it all. I always say to people, get your diary or a calendar out, make a list, look at mm. what you can do and can't do, and be very clear with yourself first about what I can do and what I can't do. And I also say, put yourself in the equation, you know, because we put everyone else. 
Mm. We don't say, you almost need to step out of yourself. And I, so I would say to the person, um, assuming, like, let's say I'm speaking to you, Lucy, mm. I would say, what does Lucy want to do? What would work for Lucy? What's right for her? Or, yeah. you know, uh, or him or whoever. And then, so it's almost like you're thinking of yourself, like a, a, even like imagine thinking of your younger self. It's kind of like if I was thinking I need to look after myself how I would do a little sister. I wouldn't make my little sister go and do all these plans until she's burnt no. out. I would be like, no, let's set some time so you can have a chill night in your pajamas and watch a That's film. right, yeah. Yeah. I always say to people, because, you know, there's this thing of the perfect, Christmas that we're fed by media, by mm. films, as you were saying, even by families, and everybody has their idea or their perfect. But say, find your perfect. Yeah. Your, and it doesn't. What, what does your perfect. perfect Christmas look like? That yeah. that's what you need to ask yourself. What does your good? And if we we don't like the word perfect, what does your good Christmas look like? Yeah. So find your good. And that might be, as you say, the pyjamas, the chill out, the staying in bed a little bit longer, the not going out in the wet and cold. They may mm. be going for, for a nice walk in the country or around your yeah. local park, which is also very, very good for your mental health um, and reduces your stress, reduces your cortisol, you know, helps you feel healthy yeah decompress get rid of stress and so I guess for people who maybe are like you know it's the eighth now when we're recording this so it's so it's kind of still at the beginning of Christmas but what about someone who's listening to this and maybe it's like coming up to the end and they have you know maybe they enjoy going out socializing they they love all of that they love all the plans but now they are just like okay I am exhausted. What would be like the first steps in kind of recovering from the Christmas sort of hype? Well, that acknowledgement, I am exhausted. Learn to read your signals because so often we don't. We dismiss ourselves, mm. can't be exhausted, you know, having too much fun or there's what's there to be exhausted about yet another brunch or you know <laughs> another party and it's that you know I'm exhausted I've done this now so so that's the first step and then the second step is what do I need so rest so time out hmm. and then active I, I'm, I'm very much into active rest uh, so active rest so what's that well you know we all sort of say oh I'm just gonna flop on the sofa and watch mm. watch Netflix or or whatever and that's kind of quite passive something's feeding you some material and our active rest is about actively seeking what's right for you and and there are some it is a bit of a misnomer isn't there but there is very much the whole thing that we know works that granny says you know so go go for a walk open your windows go for a walk get some fresh air uh change change all your bedding uh, yeah. tidy up around you just just to give your head some 
some space. So that's quite active. That's active rest. Ah, I, I see. Think. So do you know what? That's really interesting because it was only like, I think it was literally on Sunday night. I had been away for the weekend and I got back and I felt so exhausted. I was like, I just need to rest. So I did that. I flopped on the couch. I was lying there for hours watching, like, I can't even remember, something on Netflix. And I didn't feel rested at all, even though I'd lied there for hours. And my body felt sore. I felt all like hunched over. And I thought, why do I not feel relaxed Mm. if I've literally been Mm. lying there? But I think it is because maybe that's not what I needed. I needed fresh air. I needed to go for a walk. I needed to do yoga. And I think sometimes we do just think that rest means lying on the couch, whereas that's not always the case, is it? No, and that's very important, kind of, to remind our, ourselves. And and if that sounds overly virtuous, well, I, you know, you don't have to go for a five mile jog, Lucy. Yeah. You can you can just pot around the block, as I say, just open a window, and mm. you know something about your environment that's been bothering you sorted. You you know, just even if it's doing the washing up or putting stuff in the dishwasher, just just do something active. It's that whole spend energy, get energy, and then you rest better. So so your your body's had some activity, then you can rest. Because a lot of the time we don't feel yeah. physically fatigued. So if that mind-body link, the mind and the body aren't working harmoniously together yeah oh that's super helpful um thank you again so much for joining uh before we end it what is like the best piece of advice that you've ever been given or ever heard that you could give to someone right now who might be in a really dark place i would just say look at what's good in your life what you love what you're grateful for and it could just even be that you have a life that you woke up this morning and then, you know, just write it down, that you've got got a home, you've got a roof. I know that's not the same for everybody and there are people out there who are alone, who are suffering, who have a lot of other issues. But I do think sometimes we forget that it's so important that we have a life. Something I noticed about both of these conversations is the main factor being pressure. So I guess just remind yourself that next time you hear that little voice in your head that pops up and tells you you're not being happy enough or having enough fun or looking good enough or taking enough pictures, it's all kind of a strange made up thing. And just because it's Christmas, it doesn't mean you need to be doing a million things at once. Make this Christmas right for you. And if you don't feel happy this year, and no matter what you're trying to do, it's not cheering you up, then that's also okay. Just ride it out, watch some funny videos, pick some good films, go for walks, make some food, and it'll all be over before you know it. And you'll probably find that when you do this, you take away the pressure to enjoy it, you will actually have these strange moments of joy that pop up when you're kind of least expecting it. So thanks again, as always, for listening and choosing this podcast. I really do appreciate it. Go and follow at DestressYourselfPod on Instagram for more BTS action, whatever that means. (laughs) And I will see you next week. Bye-bye.